Oh. Oh, Helga. Oh. Oh. Oh, Helga, stop it. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Oh, let me see. see. Oh. Oh, dirty girl. She's a dirty girl. Oh. Oh, man. I'm so glad no one, no one's here to see this. Oh, man. Oh, Helga. Oh, oh, you're, you're crazy. Oh. Deep tissue. Oh, oh. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, shit. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, I think you might have walked in on, uh, yeah, nothing's going on here. Um, I, I, uh, this is just a, uh, this is a, uh, tanning, an eye tanning machine. Uh, hey, what's up? How's it going, you guys? Welcome to the show. Happy Sunday. We're back. Episode of Bobby For Real. You guys, we have a, <laughs> what am I watching? That's a good question. We have a uh, very special guest today. Um, we have Nick Moore joining us in the chat. Let's, Let's, let's get excited for Nick Moore. Call him the score. If you're a fan of uh, Cape and Funk label, you'll know that rap lyric. <laughs> What's up, Sam? How's it going, everybody coming in? Nick's, Nick's in the party. We're about to join him in, you guys. Guys, we're almost at 10,000 followers on Instagram. If we get to 10,000 followers, then we can get like badges on here and like a bunch of different stuff to help the live stream show. So if you're not following yet, make sure you follow. Tell everyone to follow your grandma, your mom. Your dad. Also, check out my YouTube channel. I posted a video on there today, and it's been doing pretty well. So I appreciate you guys' support. I got the chain on. I got the seventy dollar Amazon chain because my guest today, he's a lot like a chain. He's smooth. He's silky. He's a golden boy. There's no extent to what he can do. We're gonna add him in, everybody. So just get ready for the night of our lives, getting sauced, having a good time with none other than Nick. YouTuber, TikToker, social media star, sexy guy, athlete. <laughs> hey, uh, Nick, are oh, you with yeah. us? Oh, this is great. Oh, no. Oh, no. He... This is great. <laughs> Nick, oh, right now. Nick, you're on live, bro. Go. You're on live. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Hey, Dad, bro. Uh, what were you oh doing? Oh my over god, there? I didn't know I was here. Oh my god. What were you Bobby. doing? Bro, you, I, what were you doing? I don't know what, what I was doing. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna send you something on the VR. Put yours on really quick. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, this is nice, dude. We're gonna have a virtual VD. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce you to my girl Helga. Let me see. Here you go. Sent. All right, let me accept that invite. Yeah, join the party. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. This is what we're talking about, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's crazy. How you doing, bro? What's going on? Dude, I think I got, like, the setup, bro. You got the dude. gamer chair and the fireplace in the back. Dude, I had to go all out. Is we're that, no, Bobby that... for real. Dude, I mean, I'm, on, I'm with the, the one and only Nick Moore. The honor I to be here, Drew brother. I got the Drew Dirksen uh, Perrier, Perrier concoction. Cheers. There we go. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, that, I can't prepare it as well, Bobby. I can't prepare oh, it as well. That's what I'm talking about. Cheers to that. Uh, is it. this where you do it? There you go. You guys just pop in the tab. It's getting real. Cheers, brother. Oh, look at that. I got like the green effect. I'm, I'm going Shrek on this motherfucker. Brown. This is my swamp. <laughs> okay. Wait, so is that where you do, uh, that's where you do your live streams, yeah? Yeah. I mean, this is my first live stream, actually. So, on, on oh, Instagram. Wait, oh, shoot. Really? Have you done this before? Never. Whoa, well, it's an honor to have you on for the, the first one, bro. I like the chain, dude. Thanks, you know, it's that $60 Amazon chain. Uh, I've just been rocking it, you know, it's, it's, it's getting more summertime. I gotta, I gotta let them know that I'm on that Pablo Escobar status. That's badass, bro. Nice, <laughs> nice, bro. So, uh, you watched the fights last night? Unbelievable, bro. That it was insane. Well, what do you think was the craziest one, dude? Okay, let's first talk about. Let's talk about Aljamain Sterling, bro. With that illegal knee, how, how do you feel about that? Is it win a win or, like, is he the wrongfully champ? I feel like I would feel the same way as he did because I know how long those guys train. I know how hard of a competition it is. I actually do jiu-jitsu myself, and I know yeah. that those guys are busting their ass in the gym every day. And I feel like to get a win by that when he wanted to showcase his – his talent and his skills, I feel like I, I would feel the same way. I'd be stoked but disappointed in the way that it turned out. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. For sure, dude. That was such a bummer, too, because it's like, I mean, he, I feel like he was down a couple rounds, but he was still, like, in the fight really well. So it was, Definitely. Like, close to, <laughs> did you see Definitely. what you just said? You won't set a backflip right now. <laughs> Bro, on hardwood floor. I, maybe, maybe towards the end of the stream, we'll see. Okay, yeah, we'll do it just for Drew. We can probably add Drew in here. You can have multiple people on live now. Really? Um, I didn't know. That. Yeah. So wait, yeah, because uh, Aljamain Sterling is really good at jujitsu. How did you get into jujitsu? How long have you been doing it? Obviously, probably COVID. You haven't done it in a while, but yeah. Tell me about the jujitsu world because when I first got out of college, I was looking for a way to get back into shape mm. and kind of try to like stay active and I started doing jujitsu yeah. bro. And it was like, it was amazing. Cause I love the fact that it's like the, the respect aspect and just the mm -hmm. feel of being like in a practice again and like pushing yourself. Those guys don't mess around. Like you gotta, you gotta work. Like you gotta do the drills. Like it's mm -hmm. not, you're not just there to like learn some skill. It's like le legitimately like a sport. So like, what was your, how did Definitely. you get into it? Like, uh, so my, my dad's business partner's son uh, was big jujitsu guy. And, uh, they were telling me and my family, my dad, my brother, uh, for years, they're like, you have to get into jiu-jitsu. You have to get into jiu-jitsu. Don't matter who you are. You can be young, old, fat, skinny, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, get in the gym and train because it's, it's, for, it's really actually for everybody. Like, uh, I know um, there, there are <laughs> – this is going to sound funny. There are, uh, like, little kids in there that could beat up big, strong men. And I, I – <laughs> It's funny because you go in there and you're like, oh, like, I don't, I can't beat this big, you know, six, five muscular dude. But when it comes down to it, it's all technique. Uh, and anyway, so my dad was like, all right, fine, we'll give it a try. And he was actually the first one that went um, and did it. And then he was bugging me and my brother. He's like, you guys got to get in here. You, ha you have to try jujitsu because it's, it's insane. So me and my brother both went at the same time and uh, I fell in love with it. I mean, there's, there are infinite techniques uh infinite moves that you can do you can learn you never stop learning jiu-jitsu it's it's really uh it's an incredible sport um 
And for many people that don't know what jujitsu is, it's all grappling. So there's no striking. Um, so it's submissions all day long. Uh, but you have some and, striking and, uh, practice, like a little bit too, right? Uh, there's well in jujitsu, there's no. No, but like striking. you personally, you've done striking, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, dabbled in Muay Thai boxing, which was um, was fun too. Uh, but jujitsu, I trained for like two years and got up uh, to almost my purple belt. So, jeez. Yeah, it's uh, but it's fun. I mean, uh, definitely, definitely want to get back to it. Like you said, I haven't really done much of it uh, since like COVID. Yeah. I actually stopped a couple of years ago um, just because I got busy. But you uh, actually retain a lot of the, the knowledge. It almost feels natural. Like I can get on the mat right now and and still remember a bunch of the stuff I was taught. So. Dude, that's it's definitely so cool. awesome, dude. I still love it. I love it. I want to get back to it for sure. For sure. Have you ever had to use it in real life scenario? Um, only when people want to. I mean, like when people like, uh, like, oh, let's wrestle, let's roll, and um, we'll do it. But thank God, not not in a fight yet. But that's good. I'm that's sure good. it'll come in handy if I ever have to do that. <laughs> yeah, dude. For sure. It's just if we, once we start going back out on the town. Right. Definitely. Okay, how about this? Does jujitsu help you in the bedroom? Uh, <laughs> Depends I mean, on the grill, right? <laughs> uh, I'd say, yeah. I'd say, uh, <laughs> definitely, bro. Um, oh, yeah, he knows for sure, bro. He's just being subtle now. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> The thing is, you spend all day rolling on the mat with a bunch of dudes. I mean, it's nice to get in there and uh, use some of those techniques on the <laughs> on the female, especially for sure. Dude, that's bizarre. Dude, the first time I went to jujitsu, I was going and I was with this like we had partnered up, and a bunch of the guys had already known each other, so they already had like their designated partners. And uh -huh. like, I got partnered up with this girl who was like this super hot chick. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like so stoked. I'm about to roll with this hot chick. Uh, yo, she whooped like, oh. my ass, bro. She my ass. Like, <laughs> That's how it'll be, bro. Again. That's how it'll be. She, sure. I, I felt like, she, like I, I was the one finally just being choked, like, uh, yes, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's scary too because, like, I had that same mindset. Like, I'm, I'll go in there and I'll be like, I don't want to break this person, but then they whoop your ass, and you're like, what just happened? Yeah, dude, for sure. Because, like, even have you ever been choked out like fully? No, but I, I, I've been on the brink when people were doing it, and I was like, okay. Because before, I was always like, I wonder, like, how hard, like, if it's really that easy. But, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I could definitely see how you could just completely, like, pass out from this. Well, there's two different kinds of chokes. So there's the one that cuts your airway, right? And then there's yeah. the one that cuts off the blood supply, uh, your main artery to your brain. Oh, and dude, that one's scary. Way worse. That one's scary because, yeah, because, like, one second you're fine, you think you're good, and then you wake up and you're like, what just happened? Because there's no strain on, you know, your airway or whatever. You just kind of, like, get your blood supply cut off and you go to sleep and then you wake up wondering, like, what just happened, you know? It's yeah. – there's no feeling at all. It's just you're out. It's wild. Dude, that's crazy. And then we got Amanda Nunez just freaking R-barring this shit in first round, like – Bro. I don't know, dude. I think she needs to start fighting guys. Her honestly, <laughs> I, I think so too, bro. She's about. I wouldn't want to get in the ring with her for sure. Hell no, dude. Like, bro. Even when she her like, she throws some heat too with her freaking. She's a badass. Dude, the combinations bro. are insane. So that I don't know. I, bro, after after last night's fight, like her next fight, I'm putting money on because in my mind I was like, okay, 
there has to be a time when someone bigger and better rises up and beats Amanda Nunez. Just like it happened to Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, Conor McGregor. Like, someone finally, you know, steps up in there and beats them. But I don't see anyone beating Amanda Nunez. So, I think I'm putting money on it next, for sure. Yeah, next time I'm betting the house on her. <laughs> she just, like, slips on an ice cube and just freaking knocks out. <laughs> yeah, I was... Last night, like, the, the card was insane. I was a little disappointed. It was it was still badass. It was dope. But it wasn't what it was hyped up to be. But uh, I was going to say, you have to respect the game in that last fight. I was, I was really hoping for a knockout. But those guys in there and, and a lot of people that watch that fight and probably don't know the fight game, you know, I have a little experience with my jiu-jitsu and stuff. Those two guys – couldn't have put on a better show with their skills as they did last night. And that's what I like appreciated about that fight because any one of those strikes could have knocked out either guy and they played yeah. it the way, the technical way. And, and it was still, you know, entertaining for me to watch because that's I cool. understood yeah, like, I understood that it, they were both very technical. They were the best in the world. And they both just knew that if they got caught by one of those, you know, strikes, it would be over. So that's why it was kind of slow and not, not a lot of action. But but the champ is the champ for a reason. I mean, badass. It's hard to go up a weight class, too. Dude, for sure. And, like, yeah. It's a prop out of time. A lot of people are like, oh, this fight is boring. But, like, I like to see it as, like, the chess match. Because you could definitely see, like, how they were feeling it out. And, like, for sure. the high, like, just the way they were thinking and, like, the high-level decision-making was, like, on mm -hmm. full display for sure. I think it just came down to Jan just being able to take him down. And at that point, Izzy's jiu-jitsu is like – I mean, he's, he's like, obviously trains with world-class jiu-jitsu people, but it's yeah. – Jan is, like, probably at least at the same level. Probably, he is on a higher level as well. So, at that point, the size is going to play a factor. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, it was really cool that he put it all on the line. It would have been cool to see him. I'm a big fan of Jan just because he's so, like – such a nice guy and he has that polish power but is yeah. he becoming the double champ would have been crazy mm -hmm. i know Dude. i know <clears throat> yeah. Can't wait for the bro, okay so uh i see you got the high road merch on yes sir fire bro that's the most recent Definitely. drop yeah represent yeah this is the most recent one <clears throat> next one coming soon but for now yeah this is my favorite so far let me show you guys the back you got the little astronaut oh dude yeah that was a good one yes sir so what goes into, like, the whole concepts of, like, the high road, like, drops? You guys have designers, right? Or do you kind of conceptualize things? And then how did high, like, how did you and Drew, what's the origin story? I think I've heard it from Drew, but I want to hear from mm -hmm. your perspective. So uh, basically high road kind of started as, like, a joke for, uh, for Drew's vlogs. You know, we kind of, off camera, we kind of, like, had the joke of uh, introducing ourselves as, like, names that we, we aren't, like, oh, uh, I'm you know, astronaut or I'm blender. And then we'd shake hands and we'd laugh about it. Right. And so high road, uh, actually came about, you know, like, uh, one of us was like kind of going through like a tough time and, uh, you know, take the high road is like a, a common term. Uh, so like taking the high road, basically like, uh, doing the right thing, um, for lack of a better term. But, uh, so the way that it started was, um, one of us was going through a tough time and the other one was like, yo, uh, you know, take the high road in this. And then we kind of mixed the two. And uh, I said, uh, one of us said hi and the other one said road and we shook hands. And um, ever since then, uh, it's been, it was a joke in the vlogs or it was a joke before. And then Drew was like, yo, should we put this in the vlogs? And then 
that happened and then it you know blossomed into so much more and now it's a lifestyle it's a movement bro like high road uh and and basically like how we look at it now is uh it could uh, mean a couple different things like it's a reminder um so if one of us you know something bad happens or whatever it's like yo high road get back to our roots you know um remember that this is not this is temporary this pain's temporary uh, this is who you are. You're the man. You got this. It's kind of like a motivational, like, hey, uh, it's not going to be like this forever. And then the other one is uh, like when something good happens, it's like, yo, that's a high road moment. Um, congratulations. I'm proud of you. Something like it's like, it's, I love getting, it, I love getting high road by one of you guys. It's kind of like, well, it's kind of like when a black person like calls you the N word, you feel like you're, 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 you're in, right? <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, so cool, bro. Like, Definitely. So high. we, we, we kind of just blossomed the whole idea, turned it into merch, and uh, now everyone you know that watches knows what it means, and it's it's just been it's been awesome, bro. Like, it's the perfect reminder and example of like how to live your life and how to go about just trying to stay positive and everything like that. So, I'm happy. I'm happy it turned into what it did. I actually have uh, I don't know if you've seen them yet, Bobby, but I actually uh, came prepared to show you. I want to show you some of the first high road merch ever created. Right. What? Oh my yeah. goodness, bro! I've never seen. So, this. so this was just like kind of like the first one that we put out. <clears throat> Whoa, dude! I, that that handshake is so sick, dude. Yeah. Damn. This was the first ever one. It came in black and gold and pink, and uh, we put it out. It did well. How long ago? What, what, what? When was that? When was the first drop? Uh, I think it was like last summer or something like that. Like. Dude. A little while back, yeah, before uh, when we were at the Punk Bros old house, uh, you know, with the scaffolding. I, I'm sure you've seen the videos, the scaffolding and stuff like that. Uh, and and we were in the pool every day all the time. And then, uh, so right around that time. And then this was the second drop. This is the one that really took off. And it's the white, simple, plain T-shirt with the gold. That's so sick. And then... Uh, OG. I just have to do OG drop one day. And then the tie-dye. Oh, dude, yeah, those are sick, bro. The mannequin had yeah. that one for a while. Yeah, it just got better and better, and then we dropped the the hats along with the uh, with this one here. So, it's so tight. Getting crazy, bro. I'm, I'm excited bro, for the next one. For sure, and you guys have only been doing it like a, like a little bit more than like a year, like yeah, and it's already been growing that much. Dude, dude so it flew by, flew by. It, it seems like just yesterday. It's so cool that you sure. and Drew have that too. Well, how did you and Drew meet? Uh, so I actually met Drew um, uh, through the Funk Bros. Uh, he was moved out with along with Billy, um, and then I met them at the same time, uh, basically. And uh, yeah, so through Corey and Caprin. Dude, that's so sick. How did you then? How did you meet the Funk Bros? So um, a lot of the Funk Bro fans will remember, uh, and I know it sucks that we can't really go there anymore uh, because of COVID. But they used to go to a trampoline park called Tempest. And uh, I actually live in San Diego. And the place, the Tempest Park that they went to was uh, in a town within San Diego. And it was like an exit from my house. And I had gone there a few times before. And then I discovered that they were going there. And me and uh, Gunner, actually, uh, I met Gunner before. And Gunner and I were at Tempest. And uh, that's where I met Caprin. Um, and they were all vlogging. I'm like, this is dope. And uh, then I figure out that Capron was a big gamer, and so was I at the time, and had fall fallen in love with Fortnite. 
And then uh, Gunner, me, Corey, Capron uh, hopped in like a squad together and we were playing. And then uh, from there on, I, I played with Capron and, and Gunner and them a lot. And then one day uh, Capron was like, yo, come up to the house. You're welcome anytime. So then we, I came over and <laughs> I remember just like, I think one of the first times I came over, they were outside doing stuff in the pool. And then the second time I came up, they filled one of those giant uh, Zorb balls with cheese balls. And I'm like, what is happening here? These, <laughs> these grown yeah, men are, are doing the... Like, what are you thinking from like... Because you weren't like a vlogger or anything beforehand, right? You worked at a hospital? No, no yeah. I worked at a hospital, bro, for, for three years. And uh, I had never really known... There? What's up? What were you doing at the hospital? Uh, so I, I started working at the hospital doing housekeeping. My mom was actually a CNA. She's like a nurse assistant. And then uh, she referred me to the job. Um, and then I did housekeeping for like a year. And then I transferred over to the lab. So I was a lab driver. So I would drive around like um, blood specimens and things for testing the doctors would look at. And then, uh, yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed that. Dude, that's crazy. So then, so you were doing that. And then were you still working when you had gone over there? Just yeah. doing all this crazy yeah, stuff? Yeah, what do you think still... from like an outside perspective, like seeing these guys your age doing this crazy stuff? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically like I went over there and I was like, yo, you guys can actually, like, make money doing stuff. Like, like I had no idea the concept. Like, I, I've obviously watched YouTubers, and I was, like, I, I've known about that world. But I never knew, like, the extent of it, and I never knew, like, monetizing your videos and stuff. Like, I didn't really know the, the details um, like I do now. But uh, basically, I, I saw what they were doing, and I was like, yo, this is entertaining. This is cool as hell. I didn't know about this world, and uh, I have them to thank for, like, introducing me to like the possibilities of like entertainment and like content creation and all that stuff. And, and ever since like then I've just like fallen in love with it more and more. It's been great. It's been fun. Do you, do you think you've enjoyed like the vlogging aspect more or like gaming? Um, a little of both. I mean, I, I really like like doing crazy stuff, uh, for, for like other people's videos. Um, so like in the past like couple of years, the things that I've done for uh, in Drew's videos have been like absolutely insane. I love when I I don't know I like when the camera's on me and I just have the ability to do whatever I want to do, and just like make people laugh. I know yeah. <laughs> I know that's your specialty too, bro. Like I love watching you light up in front of the camera. It's awesome, bro. It's so <laughs> funny how like everybody has like their like we're so like quick and snappy, but like everybody has like their own humor in that way. And it's like Definitely. you can expect like a different hilarious thing from a different style within like anything that they do. For sure. For sure. I was, I was dying when you were on the zip line and you were like, I should have sex on <laughs> Yeah. It comes it comes so natural now. Like when the when the camera turns on you and you're like able to just like be free and creative and do whatever you want, it's so funny. But it it like I was so nervous at first and now like it's just like second nature which is awesome. Like anyone can do it. So if you guys like have a, like one thing I'd say, if you guys have a dream to do stuff like this, go just do it. Just do it. It's yeah. awesome. So what's the current, like what's the current dream now? Cause I know you were like, you're trying to find more of your identity with your YouTube channel and your social media and stuff like that. What kind of direction sure. are you going right now? I mean, For sure. <clears throat> oh, I mean um, I'm... we all know you can go the OnlyFans route because you got, <laughs> you got the jawline and the massive Thank you, dog, bro. But, you know. Thank you, bro. <laughs> uh, right now, I just I want to find a rhythm um, with posting like a consistent like schedule and actually stick to it. I mean, uh, 
COVID kind of like took a big hit on all of us. And I've kind of just been like knocked off the route a little bit and kind of like been lost and a little confused, but I want to get back to like being consistent and, and figuring it out and really like finding a groove. And, uh, I get, I want to dabble a little bit in like, um, sports content too. I want to create like a second um, channel for that because I am absolutely in love with like football that's like a, another huge part of my life is like the sports route and the gaming route so I want to kind of like branch off in two different directions because um, I love both things I want to do sports uh, and gaming on one channel and then I want to uh, find a consistent schedule make at least one video a week that's like funny and entertaining and then play sports with all you guys and uh, definitely turn that into something too that's cool. for sure for yeah. sure so, so you play you love football. Have you always been a, you've been a big fan of the Chargers, right? Since you were definitely little. my whole my whole life. Ever since I discovered football um, from San Diego, and so when they were in San Diego, that's the team I kind of stuck to, and uh, have followed them to LA. So, and I'll, I'll always be a fan no matter where they're at. How would sure. you feel? Yeah, that's 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 the true fan right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, and then you played football in high school, right? And did you play yeah. all your life? Uh, yeah, I played a little bit in high school. I played Pop Warner before that. Um, cool. Yeah, definitely. I played flag. I played everything. That's awesome, dude. There's something about, like, playing football that, like, people don't know, like, unless you actually played. But just kind of, like, the like the, the feel of, like, the brotherhood and just sort of the, the emotional aspects you get of, like, literally, like, going to war is mm -hmm. so interesting. And mm -hmm. it's just, like, an addictive thing almost. And just, like, the competitiveness. The fact that you have to rely so much on yourself because if one like man does something wrong, then the whole team fails. It's like yeah. something that you could never experience. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, bro. So VR, you got <laughs> I mean, you and you and Chels got us on the hooked on the VR, bro. I think Brandon just got one. Gunner just got bro. one. <laughs> Everyone's converting, bro. It's been in infectious, bro, for sure. So yeah. Uh, so Chelsea got a VR set and uh, she brought it over and I'd never tried one before. And as soon as I put that thing on, I was instantly hooked. And and then uh, it was kind of funny because we were kind of fighting over it, like making the joke like, oh no, this is my VR now. And I would tell her that and she'd be like, no, you can literally F off. This is my VR. Stay away from me. And we kind of just like joke back and forth. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then Drew surprised me with my own. And from there, yeah, you got you got one, Gunner got one, Drake has one. Billy's definitely next. I know it. He's gonna buy one very soon. <laughs> Gunner says, "See you guys on VR later tonight." You said <laughs> Brandon got one. <laughs> yeah, Brandon just up, got man? one. Oh my god, bro! The whole house is gonna have one. Dude, I sure. know. The people are gonna be like, sure. "Yo, we're gonna be like, come collab with the the mob." People are gonna come over. We're just gonna be like, "Hop on, bro! Why don't you guys drive all the way here?" It's <laughs> Yo. insane how. Because, like, I, I like – I've, I've liked video games. Like, I was a big, like, Nintendo fan, Super Smash, Mario Kart. Yeah. So I, was never, I never, like, loved video games. But the VR, mm -hmm. it's like – dude, it's insane, like, how much I love it. Because you're just, like, actively doing things. And yeah. the, the realisticness is, like, insane. And especially because yeah. the old VRs used to make me super sick. But this yeah. one has not made me nauseous at all. Good. Good. Yeah, no, same with Drew. Like, Drew wasn't a very big gamer, and he's – Dude, he's getting in love with it too, which is awesome. Like, I'm glad we can now bond in that way because video games have been a huge part of my life. And now seeing Drew hop on there and be like super into it's dope. 
Yeah, dude, for sure. Um, uh, no, have speaking you the boxing one yet? I haven't. I haven't. No, I want to really bad. Bro, I don't know if anyone was telling you. <laughs> like, I no, think tell me about it. Is it realistic? Dude, it's called the one that I play. is called Thrill to Fight. It mm. feels so real. Like when you're punch, it feels like you're punching oh. people. And I'm gonna uh, download it tonight. Can you fight other people? Like, no, it, like, it says uh, it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, it says it's gonna be a few uh, feature in the future. But okay, uh, which is nice. But, like, I, I was just going to, like, I didn't feel like doing a run or anything. So, I was like, I'm just going to work out with this. Mm -hmm. It was, like, $10. I downloaded it, bro. And I was, like, having so much fun. And so, I decided I was feeling crazy. I decided to do 12 <laughs> three-minute rounds against, like, uh, Dimitri from Russia. The, the, oh. <laughs> and I went on three mode, bro. And I went. And, like, I kid you not, you guys, I was dripped in sweat. And my, my nice. back my back was sore for like it's still sore for like three days like more yeah. than any kind of weights or anything dude it was insane that's the future bro imagine like not leaving a five by five circle and getting ripped like it's gonna I, it's <laughs> i think it's also so also imagine this like imagine in the future like a hundred years right we have vrs we have everything and like people get into a scuffle or a fight and they're like hey bro Meet me outside. You know what's up. And then all of a sudden, they pop one of these things on, and they're freaking. Bro, you want to go, bro? You want to <laughs> go? go, bro? <laughs> you want to go? <laughs> exactly. Bro, it could be that. Or what if you have to like? Bro, like, hop on VR and fight. <laughs> There's boxing championships, but you have to train in real life to get on the VR and like right. Fight <laughs> <laughs> it completely flips, bro. It's like, yeah. okay, you're gonna go into the gym and train for your fight on VR. Probably. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Things, like in a real gym, you got the handles on. Uh-huh. No, uh -huh. Who's to say we're not already in a VR world, right? Who's to say that we are who we are? Oh, that's, of, some, that, that's some deep. That's some decent. Is that where we're going right now? <laughs> I, Do you think I mean, we could, like, imagine we're and, – and imagine we're in 20 different VRs. So this society created VR, right, and we're in that. And then that society got smart enough to create a VR, and we're, like, 20 deep. And we just have like a million headsets on and we can't take them off. And it's gotten way too, like, I've thought about this stuff so much. Ever since putting that thing on, I've thought in my mind, I'm like, what if we are so advanced that we're in a completely different world right now in a different VR world, like from a different planet? And it's, it's crazy. Like a hundred, like a hundred VRs are like just trolling us, like keeping us stuck into a VR, like a hundred VR versions of ourselves. Yeah. How, how, let's assume that, assuming that's not true, <laughs> how far do you think, like, and how soon do you think that this kind of technology is going to be, like, indistinguishable from real life? And, like, what do you think the implications of it are going to be? Uh, I'd say in the next 10 years, things are going to get crazy. Because think about, like, think about from the beginning of your life till now, we got the iPhone. And, and we got all this different stuff. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I had a flip phone. When I was, like, 10 years old, I had a flip phone. And then from there to now, I have this phone that I can do, like, infinite things with. And I think that was only a short span of time. And now in the next 10 years, like, I don't know. This thing's already so real. I, I don't understand how we're going to be able to tell the difference. I'd say 10 years, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. Capron was telling me he was, he was thinking like they're gonna get the technology so good to where you can put it on and like five minutes in the game is gonna feel like five years. So like people are gonna yeah. like essentially like age slower because you'll be able to like go really fast and we'll just be like humans in pods just getting our nourishment. Yeah, for sure. I think <laughs> I think they're probably like uh 
not, I, I don't think they're too far away from developing like contacts that you can put in your eyes where you can just kind of like see the stuff around you through that lens. Like things get smaller and smaller and smaller, like the iPhones and, and they kind of just get like that. And I think like contacts in and then there's your VR for sure. Nuts. Like, mm -hmm. do you think that, cause it would seem almost like you would want it to happen because if you could live in a reality where you could truly have everything you could ever want and do, then that and it's indistinguishable from real life. Then is that I, I can't like wrap my head around if that's good or not, or like if it's better to have like would it be in a real life? What do you think? I I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm <laughs> kind of scared because it's like, what is then the meaning of of this life? Like if yeah. you can have and do whatever you want, you're just gonna sit home and spend a hundred years having what you want and then die but then this reality goes away and everything's just a fake reality that's why i said what i said i'm like what if we're already 20 deep in that and we've already we've already developed all that technology and we're it's 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 something to wrap your head around bro for sure <laughs> that means but, every uh, girl you hooked up with might be a 300 pound man <laughs> exactly exactly no no that's yes! the thing i yes! think i think that Black Mirror, if, if you guys have seen it, is like where we're headed. And I think it's to like prepare us for what's gonna happen. Black Mirror is like, yeah. like the, with the microchips <laughs> in the head and all that kind of stuff. Like I think that that is, and especially with the Neuralink that Elon Musk is coming out with, it's definitely uh, definitely something to think about. It's kind of yeah, crazy. It's gonna be insane. And yeah, that's funny because Drew just started watching, he had never seen Black Mirror before. So we've been watching some episodes with them. Mm -hmm. And it's it's interesting rewatching them now, even as yeah. opposed to when I watched them. Like I probably watched them when I was in college, like three or four years ago. And watching yes. it now, I feel even more confident that it's going to be like that because yeah. even in four years, how much we've like progressed in technology. It's like even exactly, exactly. They've been speaking, predicting stuff that like came true. Speaking of VR, bro, I have a story to tell. It's pretty funny. So the other night when we uh, when we hopped off zombies, and uh, I was feeling pretty confident i'm like yo i'm badass at this game i can kill i went to bed and my phone i got a notification right yeah popped up i looked at it i was like what is this it's from oculus right the app and i look at it it says bobby you has beat your high score on arizona sunshine and i was like this motherfucker i was <laughs> like bro i was like you just got your vr and you're beating my high score oh it's on bitch and i just Wanted to put the thing right back on, but my battery was dead. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to have to let it. It's can, like, track your progress and stuff. It even right. tells you, like, the boxing one counts your calories. But, yeah, dude, I uh -huh. thought it was so funny. You texted the group chat and your calendar was filled with beat Bobby's half No, it was just rude. I was like, how dare this Oculus thing in, in the morning, like, knowing I went to sleep wakes me up to tell me that you beat my high score. I'm like, I can't go back to sleep now knowing that. I'm unsettled, bro. My stomach hurts. <laughs> this is my VR is calling me a bitch, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was like, it basically said, you are a bitch. Bobby, beat your score. You suck at life. And you're a pretty competitive guy, so. Yeah, it's, for I, sure. I think you and Gabe are like two of the most competitive people I've ever met. Have you always been that way? I know you have brothers. Were you, got, were you really competitive with your brothers? Yeah. Yeah, I have a younger brother, and uh, I've been comp competitive my whole life. He hasn't really done the same things as me. Um like uh like sports wise and stuff like that so we never really got into it that way but yeah i've always been competitive um and yeah with caperin like i i think me and caperin are kind of both the same in the way that we're very competitive so whenever we play sports together it's so fun because we both just like talk shit and 
yeah, and get into it. It's fun. That's yeah, that's why when we play like football and stuff like that, we're like on opposite teams because it just yeah. makes it a lot more. A lot it more sucks fun. that we're always on opposite teams because we're like usually the two best. But yeah. once we get paired up, it's gonna be over. Yeah. Um, over. You think that's that's helped you a lot in a lot of aspects? Is the competitiveness and the drive? Yeah, for sure. I I think that like I work really well under pressure. Um, so it it definitely has helped me. I um, you know like having a competitive nature to an extent though like i feel like if you're overly competitive um it can hurt you but i think like being competitive is like a good thing to have because you're always striving to be like better you know what i mean like you want you yeah. want to be the best so that like improves your skills and it makes you want to learn more and and really uh and you like put your all into things so i definitely think it's helped me in in those ways because in jiu-jitsu too like I've always like gone hard as hell in jujitsu and stuff like that and, and football and and everything. So yeah, I would say it's it's helped me a bit. Yeah. That's cool. Uh so we've had a lot of uh we've had a lot of fun drinking nights in our in our days, uh knowing each other. What's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you have with Drew and what's the what's one of the craziest night out drinkings that you've ever had? What do you have any crazy like stories? Um I know you guys have done some crazy stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, night out drinkings. Um, I know that at the old house, we used to get, like, super drunk. And then Drew would be like, bro, I dare you to jump off the scaffolding right now. And I'm, like, hammered, bro. I'm, like, I, I can't even – like, just thinking back on what we used to do, like, climbing up that scaffolding, like, 40 feet in the air and jumping off onto the, you know, uh, <laughs> funk bros call it Yayi. It's, like, a big inflatable slide but completely drunk, like, and then waking up the next morning, I'm like, I really just did that, and I could have <laughs> easily died. But, uh, yeah, those nights at the old house when we used to, like, get drunk and jump off of the stuff like that was definitely uh, one of those. Um, I'm trying to think back to, like, when I turned 21, if there's anything crazy that yeah. I did. That's funny, because we, we were drinking the, uh, last week, and Drew was like, let's go out on the trampolines. And I'm like, I'm yeah. not well-versed in the trampoline at all. So I'm out there just like, <laughs> busting my ass every single uh -huh. time I jump. I'm like, right. why am I getting myself into I'm so glad we didn't have a scaffolding at the house. I know. Yeah, until this summer, bro. I know Corey's going to build one. Yeah, so. it's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but you guys, would, you guys would go out to, um, like, saddle ranch and stuff a lot, right? Yeah. You meet some yeah. pretty crazy people there, right? No, for sure. Like, before the pandemic happened, um, before saddle ranch was, like, the spot, um, we used to go – and they had a bowl in the uh, inside, like a mechanical bowl that you could ride. I know you would have loved that shit, bro. Uh, but all the seating was like inside the building. And then there was like that mechanical bowl. And then there was like a punching bag that you could hit uh, and try to get a high score on. But um, yeah, Saddle Ranch is now turned into like the spot of spots, which is cool. And I'm excited to like go back. Uh, there was actually, uh, okay. There was actually one story that I just remembered like, um of us out drinking so we were we were out <laughs> drinking right and uh i had uh one of my buddies um his name's leo he's a he's an actor in la and uh dicaprio no no <laughs> his name's his name's leo howard he's my dad's business partner's son and uh he um he was he came out with us i texted him i was like yo we're gonna be in the area in saddle ranch i'm bringing a few of my friends uh and we're we're gonna hang out if you want to come by and 
uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. So we were sitting like outside um, one of the patio seats and uh, it was, I think me, Chelsea, Drew, um, and then my friend met us there and a couple other people. And uh, we were sitting down at the table and we were drinking and uh, Drew leaned back uh, in his chair and uh, some guy from FaZe um, was standing outside the thing and he was, uh, I think he was like messing, he was drunk too. And he was, uh, I think like messing with Drew's hair and calling him a bitch, right? And so, uh, so he looked at me and he's like, bro, get ready. Like this guy's fucking with me. And I'm like, oh, fuck no. Like no one's gonna fuck with you right now. Like I had liquid courage, I was drunk too. Uh, and then my, so, and then my friend Leo, he was the one that actually, the one I was telling you that got us into like jujitsu. He's an incredible mixed martial artist. Uh, was sitting across the table from me too. And I was just waiting. He's like, bro, be ready. Cause as soon as this guy says something else, be ready. Or if he swings on me, be ready to go. And I'm like, all right, let's get it. And uh, he um, like called you a bitch again or something like that. And his friend jumped in at the perfect time and threw him into the car and said, I'm sorry. Like my friend's drunk, whatever, but we were like super close uh, to getting in a fight with this guy from Phase, and uh, yeah, it was crazy. And we almost we almost got down right outside of Saddle Ranch, which would have been insane. And then my friend Leo, as soon as he heard about it, jumped over the fence, was like, "Where is he?" And we were ready to throw down. So that was that was the closest I ever got to a to a scuffle. That's so, crazy, yeah. bro. That's got headline, bro. <laughs> no, imagine it being like. Now, in our Hollywood fix, like, right outside of Saddle Ranch, if we all got in a fight, I, I can only imagine what would happen. That's so crazy. Is there, like, is there a lot of, like, cliques within that industry that, like, hang out and stuff, like, with different, like, FaZe Clan and stuff? Like, is there... For is, sure. Do that kind of vibes, like... Yeah, sometimes. I mean, there's always, like, at Saddle Ranch, there's tables of, like, the influencers, and then there's kind of tables of people who come by to have the whole experience there and like you can yeah there's different clicks and there's drama all the time so i mean yeah it's like its own like show in itself right yeah which is why all those guys like you got to respect the hustle they're out there filming with their cameras like anything that pops off anything that happens they're there paparazzi hangs outside of sound range all the time so dang you think that that um like pe that many people like together trying to like make content really like spurs a lot of things that wouldn't happen necessarily because it's almost like there's like a like a boil of like like a boiling like a show going on that needs to happen yeah i think so too that plus like everyone drink goes out and drinks at saddle ranch so the alcohol <laughs> mixed with like the bright lights and the tension and stuff like that like i'm sure yeah definitely that's tight okay i'm gonna look for a fan question right now we're getting pretty deep in the combo Let's do it. Um, I like to do little fan questions. Everybody blow up the fan question box. Um, let's see what we think. Oh, okay. What about this, bro? How does this turn out? I know the answer, I think. Let's say uh, celebrity Drew and Nick boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I, I, I See, the thing is, I really want to make that happen. I want to do it for a video. But I don't know if I could, I could punch him in the face. Yeah. I don't know if I could, like, or I don't know. If it, something would have to, like, I don't know. There's something about punching your best friend in the face. Like, I, I feel like I would hold back, and I, I, it just wouldn't be like a, like an actual fight. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure we'd end end it just laughing. We'd have to like 
really piss each other off and then go at it. Yeah, it would be fun to like. Or or be like, drunk. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like me, like me and Gunner have talked a lot about like wrestling, and it, it, it uh -huh. wrestling not as bad because it's not like yeah. punching someone. It's not face, like punching your friend in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I go against like people I know or like, I I never can go as hard as like if it's like a random person. For sure, for sure, yeah. yeah. I still think we should do, like, a WWE day, bro, where we all make our own characters and just, like, wrestle. I'm down. Stuff, I'm down to put some, like, headgear on. I'm down to put some, like, headgear on, like, a mouthpiece and just kind of, like, spar a little bit. That'd be fun. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, who do you got? <laughs> Who's this? Uh, One Way Elijah. Who do you got? Capron and Corey boxing match. That's a hard question. Because Corey's, like, crazy and super fit, but, uh -huh. but Kayford's got that, like, killer – I think he can have that killer mentality. Like, when he – Definitely. Red, I, think, I think uh, – I think in the – brothers is hard, too, because there's definitely, like – like, me and my brother have gotten into it several times, and there's a, that, like, brotherly tension. So yeah. – uh, and I know I know Kayford's very competitive, and I, I think that uh, he – and he's, he's more of, like, the sports route and the um, – stuff like that. So I definitely think Kayford would be – on the more like aggressive side, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think he'd be. I think Capron's a little more ruthless. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. That's so funny. I'd say Capron. It, it'll that never one. happen though, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool, um, dude. That would be so sick if you guys could. Uh, if like, ah, dude, I think it's so cool that like YouTubers box each other. Right. I don't know why. I think it's kind oh, of. I, it's just the fact that like. Just the fact that Logan Paul too can like do all this and be end up fighting like one of the greatest boxers of all if, time, dude. If Logan Paul knocks out Con or uh, knocks out Floyd Mayweather, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> do you think that's a imagine? Yeah, I mean, I, I think anyone can catch anyone right at the right time in the right place and and knock him out. But it would be absolutely insane if it was Logan Paul. Imagine going fifty and zero your whole like fifty whatever and zero your whole. Uh, career and then losing to someone who like just got into the sport of boxing um like a couple years crazy. prior would be wild huh? Bro, that would be crazy it's just since logan is so much bigger than him it'll be so interesting to see what happens i'm i'm rooting for logan though like i want to see it happen that'd be insane isabel just asked what is one athlete well wait we can do this for like anyone but like what's one athlete you'd want to party with um Probably Rob Gronkowski. Dude, that's my I feel like dude. I feel like he'd be wild. Rob bro, he would Gronkowski, be so probably. fun. When, I, when anyone ever asked me like how I was when I played football, I always say like look you, at Rob. You remind me of that. you remind me of Rob, yeah. Bro, he's the <laughs> he's the freaking best. You guys did you guys meet him? No. I think someone we were supposed to like I think we were supposed to go um a couple Super Bowls ago to Miami and stuff to like one of his parties, but we didn't end up going. But yeah, who's the craziest person you ever party? Who's your dream person to party with, and who's the craziest person you've like partied with? <sighs> um, dream person to party with. I I feel like hmm, that's a good one. Probably the I think feel like the vlog squad would be fun to party with. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. And then the craziest person. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before that's the cool. pandemic, like. That yeah, it was. They used to come over to the house and stuff like that. Um, but like, just from seeing like David's videos and how crazy they go, I feel like I definitely like experienced that. And then the craziest person that I have partied with, I feel like 
it's so skewed because the only thing in my mind right now is the pandemic and we haven't been able to do that. But Bobby, I feel like you would probably be the craziest person I'd party with. No way! Based off of the nights that we drank, like I just know in the club, it would be game over. Bro, I cannot <laughs> wait for the pandemic to be over, dude. It's supposed to, I was saying, it's supposed to be like uh, California saying like maybe June, July, fingers crossed. Like it's nice. Fingers that crossed, like, bro. Yeah, finally, like, there's nice, there's, like, a date now you can see mm-hmm. maybe the light at the end of the tunnel. What do you think it's going to look like post-COVID? Do you think it's going to be, like, subtle, like, getting back into things? Or it'll be like, okay, just go. Because I can't even, like, I'm so used to it now. I can't even, like, think about, like, how how to get back into how it used to be, if it'll ever be. I, like- I think that it's going to take a little bit of time. But I think that, uh, I think that everyone will go – so much harder because it's like it's like reuniting kind of it's like we got through this and let's let's celebrate basically it's going to be a giant celebration once it's all Dude, over yeah, i think I that like it's going to be insane i think that just like the vibes and it, it, it's going to be great bro i i'm excited i think that like i think what's going to happen is there's going to be the people that like don't care and that like want to party and want to go out and be whatever. And then the people that are still going to be kind of like scared. And then I think it's kind of just going to like merge, but I think there's going to be a definite like, um, like party, party phase, like roaring twenties kind of, I think, I think think we're going to be in the roaring twenties for sure. (laughs) Yes, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to dress like how they did. (laughs) <laughs> Imagine. Uh, Molly Gallagher, what's the hardest part of creating content? That's a good question. For me, it's been uh, being consistent with, like, coming up with ideas and executing them. Um, I think that, like, uh, yeah, being consistent with, like, a posting schedule, for me, has been at least the hardest part about it because uh, we can do it and get it done and then, uh, I've had, I've struggled with like, uh, when I post and I'm like, oh, this is a dope video. Um, it's going to do great. And then it just <clears throat> tanks. And I'm just like, dang, I put a lot of work into this. And then it kind of like gets you down. You're like, dang, it didn't get, you know, the recognition that I wanted it to. And then it kind of just like kills the motivation a bit and makes you not want to do it. But, uh, but I would definitely say like staying consistent, being consistent is the hardest part. But I feel like on the other side of, of the bridge, when you if you are consistent, will definitely like be worth it, for sure. And that's kind of like the the spot that I'm in right now is I know once I push past this like struggle of like thinking of ideas and uh, like getting like a rhythm going, I feel like it'll be it'll be worth it. So I'm excited for that, man. Because I I love like I love your vlogs because just like how you're saying like you have that like rawness that is like so appealing. And then you have mm-hmm. just the way your humor is too, to like have those like quick, like one-liners to really like sum up a situation, like make it funny yeah. and be able to, to like connect the dots almost with like interactions with people and stuff. So I'm really, sure. I think it's going to be For great. Sure. Thank you, bro. I, I need to find like, I need to find like a style that's my own. Cause I'm, I'm really, really good at, like you said, those one-liners and like, when uh, the camera's on me and I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this right now, whatever. I need to find a style where I can be on the other side of it, where I'm creating, where I'm, you know, setting the situations up and I'm the one, you know, doing that aspect of it. I feel like that's where I could use some work, but like, 
Yeah. Um, I think so I'm excited to figure it out. Situations in like certain environments really well. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Drew, Drew is incredible at that. Like, yeah. I got to give that man props. He knows how to create content. I need to, I need to like study the same and, and try to figure out how to create situations and create content because I feel like once I do, I can combine the two and then, uh, and then it's game over from there. I feel like I'm excited. I'm pumped. I, I want to figure it out so bad, but, uh, but yeah, we are where we are. Dude. Okay. This is another thing as well. Like, I don't know. It's, I mean, I could throw down some beats too. I know you said you're not a huge freestyler, but it could be funny, <laughs> but, uh, dude, you're, if you guys don't know, Nick's pretty legit rapper. Like how, like, I know you said you were getting pretty serious about it once. Like, is that something mm -hmm. you're going to revisit? Because literally like, it's super sick. Whenever we, we like, we make joke songs in Drew's room, but Nick always mm -hmm. has like, real like parts of the song that are actually really good. So like, how did you get into rapping? Uh, like, who are your biggest like influences that? And then like, do you see like yourself pursuing that any bit more? Because it's really like, you got really good flow and you, your writing is really good. Thank you, bro. Yeah, um, definitely. It was like one of my first big like passions uh, before this like um, YouTube content stuff. Really? Uh, so, like, I, when, like, yeah, when I, you were younger too. Uh, a little bit younger. Like uh, when I first discovered rap, it was obviously Eminem. Um, was was one of the big ones for me. And uh, from there, I've listened to like Logic. Right now, Russ is my biggest like inspiration when it comes to. I love Russ so much. Um, but uh, definitely would like to revisit it. I, I had a, I, yeah, I got a bunch of like audio equipment and uh, tried it out. And yeah, I got like speakers and a microphone and like a keyboard and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and did it for, for like a year. I tried to uh, make beats and, and raps and stuff like that. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I feel like I, if I sit down and I write, I feel like um, it's definitely like fun. I, I like doing it. Dude, I think you should, bro. It's just for like, it's just in the YouTube space where you can't, like, people can't use music and stuff. Like, it's so cool, like, when Drew will just make his own songs and stuff. And, like, I think mm -hmm. that you can literally do the same thing because uh, it's just how you can put it out with the different SoundCloud, Spotify. Like, we even put, like, our joke song on paper and on the Spotify, dude. Like, I think if you really, like, got to writing, like, mm -hmm. it's fun to listen to your raps. And Thank I you, bro. Really cool. yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Next time he that. comes on, we're getting the uh, we're getting the Nick more exclusive raps. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, bro. I'm down for like a Bobby Friel part two in the studio. Let's do it. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. We can we'll get a little bit more drunk and we'll do some freestyle and some prepared raps. I'm down, bro. I'm down. Let's All do right, it. Well, we're about to hit the hour mark, bro. Um, this was sick, dude. Like I love, like I saw someone say. Uh, I feel like I'm watching a FaceTime. That's exactly what I want this to be. Is like right? you just like, you know, like people watching in, dude. Yeah, dude, I love what you're doing, and I hope that like, are you trying to get like your own like real um your own uh, talk show? Kind of, dude. Like I, I love like I like big influences for me are like people who have like podcasts. Obviously, Joe Rogan, like different mm -hmm. people like that. Like I love the Mike Tyson podcast. So I've always and like I went to school for broadcast journalism. So. I always dreamed about having my own kind of talk show, radio show back in the day, but now it's all about podcasting and lives and stuff, dude. So yeah. I'm having fun with it, talking to I, I get to meet and talk to amazing people like you and everybody else. So it's just been a blast. But like Thank you said, you, the bro. hardest part is just is just just committing to the grind and just just uh -huh. keeping it going. Do you think you're you're gonna do like a? I know you upload your um, stuff to YouTube. Do you, are you thinking about getting like a set and doing like an actual like production podcast in the future? I, 
I think so. Post COVID, I think that it, it definitely could be the mood, the move right now. Yeah. It's super easy because people can't hang out. So it's nice to be able to just tell them to get on live, but yeah, I'm just going to try to grow more and hopefully I can get to 10 K followers soon. Um, you're close. that'll help a lot. Yeah, I'm close. You're, and, you're yeah, getting dude, there, bro. So, thanks dude. I appreciate, I appreciate you. Uh, you, you the support and dude, having you on, of course. I mean, of course, dude. can't get a better guest. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bobby. Yeah, that was that Yeah, I hope awesome. you had a good time. Yeah. I did. All right. Dude, first ever Instagram live success. Success, bro. Let's get back to it. Let's hop on VR. All right, dude. I'll see you. Uh, we'll go kill some zombies, bro. I'll see you, I'll on, see you on some zombies, bro. <laughs> All right, dude. Everybody, uh, we're going to be killing zombies. So, uh, peace. <laughs> All right. Later, brother. Later, bro. Thank you so much for having me on. Appreciate your time. Shoot. All right. Oh, awkward. Wait. How do I? Oh, no. We're, 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 we're <laughs> Is this the part where I just come in for a kiss? Oh, yeah. This is where we do the little smoochy smooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There he goes. <laughs> I removed it. I should just stopped it. Right. Thank you so much to Nick Moore coming on. Sorry. That was a weird ending because. The stuff has changed on Instagram Live. But, guys, we're almost at 10K. I was talking about it. Help me get to 10K, you guys. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to have to do some kind of, like, air acting where I sit on an island. But I, I need the 10K because then we can start getting donos and stuff, guys. And that would be so sick. Maybe I could move out of my mom's basement. No, just kidding. But, guys, thank you to Nick Moore. Amazing guy. I've been wanting to have him on here for so long. We're going to have to do another episode for sure in the future. This was a great uh, beginning part episode with him. Hope you guys like this episode. Uh, and like I said, someone, I forgot who it was, but someone said, I feel like I'm watching these guys FaceTime and I'm like sitting in on it. And that's exactly what this show is supposed to be. I want it to be like raw, uncut, uh, me, even if there's no guests, like just me FaceTiming you guys. So we have a guest on and it feels like a FaceTime. That's the whole point. And I'm glad that you guys are kind of catching on and enjoying it. We have a lot, guys. I have a crazy, crazy guest that I booked for next week. Like insane, insane guy, insane guest, guys. You all, it's going to be super funny. It's going to be so much fun, super successful, super popular. Let's just say a million plus on Instagram. I don't know if you guys would be able to guess. DM me if you think you know the answer. He has a million plus on Instagram. He has, I think, 16 million on TikTok. So we got a banger guest, even though it's hard to top Nick. Because, you know, the boy Nick is just top tier. He's A tier guest. But, yeah. So, guys, make sure you stay around for next week because it's going to be a banger episode just like it was today. Make sure you follow me on here. Make sure you share everything. Get people to follow me so we can continue to grow. If I fly, will you take me on a date? Yes. Uh, <laughs> slide in my DMs. Unless you're 18. No, unless you're under 18, then you need to get out of here. <laughs> Throwback. Nick, thank you, brother. We're wrapping it up, you guys. Have a wonderful day. This was Bobby for real. I'm going to go talk to my girl, Helga. Nick's probably already gone on there. Nick, you better share. Hi. And I give him a road. Awkward.